person's memory is everything, really. Memory is identity. It's you. Stephen King, Duma Key. Hey, Justin. Oh, you know, <laughs> the same thing that I'm always up to for, or have been for the past two months or so, just sitting in the house. <laughs> yeah, but you are uh, you are one year older now, correct? That is true. Yes, I am one year older. Um, yep. <laughs> Thanks yeah, for the reminder. <laughs> welcome to the slow descent. Yeah, I know it takes me a minute to remember how old I am. That's how old I am. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. It I, takes I me it takes ago. me a minute. <laughs> yeah, thirty-three. Yeah. Um. So we can talk about this book that takes place in a place where I would rather be right now than forty-degree Rochester, um, Duma Key, <laughs> Florida. <laughs> yeah, may- yeah, maybe. It yeah, maybe. Makes it sound really nice, but I'm not a Florida guy. Um, yeah, it depends for me. I do like the keys. So when I saw the key mentioned, I was like, oh, yeah, I like the keys. This could be fun. And yeah. uh, it seems fine as long as you're not, you know, associating with painters, know any painters. Seems to be okay. Yeah, yeah. No, no history of brain injury or uh, anything like that. Yeah, I think I think I'd be okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I have I have been to Longboat Key down there, which, uh, by his description, is pretty close to um, to to the to the fictional Duma Key. Ah, uh, yeah, that's um, true. Before we dive into the plot description, there's one really cool Easter egg in this book, which I admittedly did not catch at first, but. Um, wondering if you did or if you read about it um you know as he often does at the beginning of his books he starts this one with some um some song lyrics and Mm. uh and one of them is by a band called shark puppy uh which Mm. i was not familiar with um Mm -hmm. you know i think i usually recognize most of the things that he quotes at the beginning um Anyway, then if you dig further into the, uh, you know, um, uh, credits or whatnot uh, in, in the in the parts of the book that no one looks at, um, <laughs> apparently the the members of Shark Pu- or the songwriters for Shark Puppy are one R. Tozier and B. Dinsborough. Oh uh, my gosh! Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's really so <laughs> that's pretty cool. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, I was not aware of that one at first, but uh, yeah, that's that was pretty fun. Oh, I need to pay more attention to this, and I have a an issue right now. I'm looking at, or I'm listening to a lot of audiobooks since the libraries are closed. I normally uh, get yeah. print copies, and so I tend to miss out on stuff like that. That would have been a really fun one for this. Um, yeah, and, yeah, and, I, yeah, yeah. I've just gone the. I've gone the ebook route, which uh, mm. man for for under the dome. Thank God I went ebook and not, not <laughs> paper book. But uh, true, I know I downloaded that audiobook and it. Um, I got done with Duma Key and I thought, oh, that that was kind of long. You know, it's like eighteen. Uh, yeah, downloads. You downloaded or whatever. the audiobook and your phone just died. It said, "I'm yeah. not built for this." 
can't handle it. And it was, I think I downloaded it and it was like downloading 36, like, no, <laughs> no, I can't do it. Um, it was a lot. So yeah, I, I learned to appreciate uh, the fact that Duma Key is a large book, but you know, it could be worse. <laughs> yeah, it's large, but it could be, could be much, uh, much less manageable. I think. <laughs> yes. uh, well, with with all that blabbering aside, do you want to give a a, a rundown of the plot of Duma Key? Or well, first of all, were you were you were you familiar with this one? Had you read this one before? I hadn't read it. I had seen it on. Uh, of course, my grandfather was a big Stephen King fan, and he had the book, and I thought it was so unusual because it took place in Florida and it has a very Florida cover. And I always thought it was kind of weird. So it definitely stuck out, but I never really thought much about it. What about you? Yeah, that was that was kind of all that I knew about it. Yeah, it was it's it's the Stephen King Florida book. And <laughs> I was kinda like, Well, uh, you know, yeah, why 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 would I read that when there's when there's so many <laughs> others? But uh here we are. It's it's that point of the year of King. Yeah, for sure. And you know, we all get to those points where we're like, I don't think I would ever read that and here we are. So <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Every book gets its due. Uh, yeah, and there's to see what you thought because, uh, yeah, I, I found it a pleasant surprise. But uh, interesting. With, with all of that uh, blathering, um, <laughs> do you want to finally give the quick plot rundown? <laughs> sure. Um, Edgar Fremantle is a successful building contractor, but he gets in a work accident. He loses his arm and he gets some head injuries, which causes memory loss speech issues vision issues um and he really struggles with it so he gets divorced and after he gets divorced he decides to relocate to florida the place where many people go and recreate their lives (laughs) and uh and when he's in florida he starts sketching and painting again um and he makes friends with some of the people who live on duma key so he makes friends with Elizabeth Eastlake, who is a very old, very rich lady, and her attendant guy, uh, Jerome Wireman. Um, So Fremantle continues painting. And as he's going through this, he starts painting in these kind of weird psychic visions that end up actually happening in real life. Um, And so as he's following up on the things that are occurring in his paintings... Um, he learns a bunch of different secrets and things. Um, he also learned that he can use art to change things in the real world. Um, as we've seen once before in Stephen King book. Um, and he learns that Elizabeth had the same talent when she was young. Um, and there was a spirit called purse who drove her to do, uh, these strange artworks and to kind of make these bad things happen. Um, and Edgar figures out that the same spirit is now working through his art, too. So he has to destroy it <laughs> to try to get rid of this haunting spirit uh, kind of once and for all. And so he ends up taking it to, oh, gosh, is it Michigan or Minnesota? I get it confused. Uh, Minnesota. Yeah, he takes it up to Minnesota and puts it in fresh water where it can't get anyone anymore. So that's a pretty brief Until- uh, until there's a need for a sequel yes until we need a sequel which hasn't happened yet but king's been known to revisit things a couple years down the road so who knows we'll see yeah yeah i don't i don't know if this one flew off the shelves enough to uh Mm. to to merit that but um you know still still did yeah still did reasonably well for old steve yeah i mean i don't think that he's going to put out a book that's not going to hit 
uh pretty well in the new york times bestseller right yeah, yeah. <laughs> at this point uh, we've been through so many of them that should not have done very well but did anyway yeah well yeah like you said um some some parallels in here to the um i've got i've already kind of blocked it out was was the character's name patrick in the dark tower saga yes. mm-hmm. that uh that, that had the kind of same ability to create or erase things yes. through his through his artwork mm-hmm. yes definitely becomes a oh sorry go ahead our slog uh the past the dark tower and then you know he did play an important role in the end but there there honestly wasn't a lot of time spent on him um certainly no certainly not as much as we felt like there was going to be after after <laughs> finishing insomnia but uh but it looked mm-hmm. yeah it looked like steven was still thinking about that idea because he comes back to it here yeah, and of course he visited the idea of art kind of being a um, transformative thing in someone's life in, um, oh my gosh, uh, Rose uh, Matter. Rose Matter, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, so this is something he's come back to, and, and I think it was a really interesting theme to go back to art as a way to change the world, change your perspective, and he's done that with writing, of course, but it's pretty interesting that he's chosen visual art for this one yeah yeah um yeah i agree and i yeah i was honestly i was pretty impressed by most of it um the the way that he had of kind of describing the artwork you know without mm-hmm. without including any any pictures or or whatnot um in the book um but i kind of felt like i was getting the sense of of the look that he was going for just through his um, textual descriptions. So I, I was pretty impressed by that part. Yeah, he did a really good job. I've I've seen that done poorly in books, but he did really well, especially the fact that Fremantle's art is kind of pretty Florida landscapes with some sort of eerie element to it, um, from what I understand from the descriptions. And I thought he did a good job um, talking about the art and then the feelings that it produces in people who look at it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I completely agree. Um, what, what did you think of, I, I guess, you know, the, the Florida setting was a little bit, um, I don't know. There were parts of it that, that, you know, it was cool to have in Florida, but there, then there were other parts of it where it was like, it didn't fully need to be in Florida. Like if it had been, in an isolated coastal town in Maine, I think you know it could have you could could have done a lot of the same story. You know, the paintings would have been different, but sure. And I, uh, I get the sense. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just so yeah. I was just going to ask what you thought about the uh, whole issue of setting this book in Florida. I thought it was kind of interesting. Um, I don't know if you've been to Key West at all, but it's is a really interesting place because a lot of artists did go there and were really inspired by the landscape and the beauty of the place and how interesting and weird it is. And I think that he was picking up on that um, kind of artistic sense when he was writing about Duma Key. So I think it's um, an interesting setting. Um, Maybe kind of, (laughs) I feel like this about Florida in general, it's, a place that is very weird that it can be very very beautiful in a lot of ways but also really ugly and 
strange in a lot of ways no offense to people who live in florida but florida is very strange oh i think <laughs> strange place. i think a lot yeah. of them know i think the self <laughs> i think the self-cognizant ones know of the uh the myth of florida man <laughs> yes exactly um and just the environment as well is is kind of strange and i think that has a certain artistic draw for people um not that other places like maine don't because maine is also mysterious and beautiful in its own ways but um i liked it a lot and i think i I have a lot of family who lives in florida so i've spent quite a bit of time there um so maybe i enjoyed it a little bit more i don't know but i thought i thought it was really uh a nice change of pace yeah yeah i agree uh yeah i mean yeah it, it you know it worked for me like i said it didn't um it didn't have the kind of I guess what I think of is like the Jacksonville vibe, uh, <laughs> kind of what I think of with Florida and, uh, yeah. you know, which is brilliantly referenced throughout the, throughout the good place for anyone who watched that. But, uh, <laughs> this, this one's a little bit more rustic Florida, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like an old fashioned sort of thing. And, and they kind of work that into it with all of the, quirky characters here in the book like elizabeth who's this like old grand dame uh living in this giant house with a bunch of secrets and mysteries in her past um and jerome wireman who also has a tragic past as well um and i i just think it's it's got a lot of characters in it and i think florida is a kind of place that's just full of interesting people yeah for sure (laughs) It, it worked out pretty well um i was gonna ask you what you thought about the characters in general a lot of people i was reading really praised the book for the different relationships in the book um and i was just wondering what you thought about that uh yeah i i kind of i agree with that i think it's you know again in comparison to a lot of his books it's a fairly small character cast especially the ones that we really spend any decent Mm -hmm. amount of time with but uh i i thought that again uh it's 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 a kind of smaller cast of characters than, than we get in a lot of the kind of epic King stories. Um, but especially in terms of characters that we spend any decent amount of time with, but uh, I did, I really thought the characters were really strongly written in this book. Um, I really liked the wireman character who basically becomes his sidekick throughout most of this thing. And, um, and then I really liked the backstory with, with Elizabeth and her family and, explaining their history um i thought that was the perfect length and was really well done without ever getting too sidetracked from edgar's uh main story Mm -hmm. i agree i loved elizabeth's story i thought it was super creepy i love like the creepy kids story where this uh this child is this artistic prodigy but is dealing with this kind of spirit that's possessing her and possessing the art itself um and making all these bad things happen i thought that was a really cool backstory um oh and a follow-up to kind of running with this train of thought what did you think about the supernatural aspects of the story um so we've seen a couple of times where stephen king has people who get kind of powers from near-death experiences or other sort of traumatic experiences um and then there's of course the issue with the spirit and the paintings making bad things happen what did you think about all of that yeah yeah it worked for Mm -hmm. me um i liked it 
yeah, I, I, you know, even the whole, it, it's, it, you know, it's a little bit, I think it's a little bit of a stale storyline with, with Percy and, you know, just kind of the, uh, possessed, uh, lost object, mm-hmm. you know, that someone finds and, and brings the curse upon them. That's, that's been done a lot of times in various stories and, and mo- movies, but, um, but still on the whole, I thought that the supernatural aspects, um, worked really well uh you know it occasionally veers into some silliness like the uh the uh zombie sailor <laughs> type of yes. thing that, that comes after him at one point but to me it's a really fun silliness and i i enjoyed yeah, it yeah I, I was really rolling with it until the zombie pirates and i thought we could have totally done without that and it would have been really entertaining and a little bit less silly um but i mean what's florida without evil ghost pirates you know i don't know it doesn't feel quite right um and i think he's doing a good job with this book not so much in some other books we've read but i feel like he's really found a good balance between having a literary story and also having horror elements in it or some element of spookiness i feel like sometimes he can lean a little bit too literary and then all of a sudden he throws in some sort of ghost stuff to make it Stephen Kingy, um, but I feel like this, uh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, but I feel like this really hits a good stride for him. Yeah, completely agree. Uh, yeah, really thought it was a really good balance between the, like you said, the kind of lofty writing style, and then the just straightforward, haunted, possessed uh, Florida island <laughs> horror story. Yeah, definitely. Um, Oh, man. It did take me a little while to get into the book. I think I got into it about maybe 200 pages in. It took me a long time, and I was getting really impatient with it, but then I thought, what? why am I impatient? I have nothing else to do, so why <laughs> just <laughs> let it roll? And then once I kind of... Once we met Elizabeth, I feel like things kind of picked up a little bit more when I was now like, oh, who's this mysterious lady that's kind of cool and i feel like it picked up i agree i think i was yeah i think i was probably about uh probably about 150 pages or so in before it really grabbed me and i think i think probably that when it really grabbed me was when he takes that drive down the road with um with his daughter Ah, and and they get sick and that's kind of that's kind of the first time that we see elizabeth and and yeah, it's kind. Of, I think it's kind of at that point that the, um, you know, the real, the real um, horror aspect of the story uh, kicks yeah, in. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Ooh, that part was really good because <laughs> you don't know what's going on, um, but you get this this good weird feeling um, when he and his daughter get sick. That was that was really cool. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and I, I also, yeah, I also just. You know, I think it could have been. There are plenty of ways he could have written this story without the whole um, backstory of Elizabeth's family. Uh, you know, be simple enough to write a story. Just guy moves to an island that's haunted for for whatever reason. You know, so a ship drowned off the coast or whatever. Uh, but but I think I think including that whole those interludes um, that I think are called "How to Draw a Picture." Uh, yeah. Um, those those interludes um really kind of flushed out the whole the whole um 
backstory yeah here. i thought those were really interesting um you know i always like when he's yeah because because at first uh, at first you're really confused yes. and have no idea how they how they tie into anything and then um you know then then you start to figure it out and then obviously within the last hundred pages or so everything is uh neatly tied yeah together. i felt like the the plotting and the characters and all of that blended really well together in this to give to give the characters and the people and the backstory of this island, it's, it just blended really well together and gave it enough mystery to the story and enough local color, I guess, for this um, to make it interesting throughout and kept me really engaged in the story. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, so, yeah, I mean, on the whole, I was I was very pleasantly surprised. Um do you have uh, do you have anything else you wanted to add to our Duma Key discussion? Um, I don't think so. I think I'm all set with it. Yeah, you're you're ready for crowns. Yes. All right, uh, go for it. Lead us on. Okay, I gave this one three stars or three stars, three crowns. Ooh, three crowns and. Yeah, this is a good read. So. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to get out of my good reads mindset. Um, three crowns. Um, took me a while to get into it, but when I did, it really got moving along for me. Um, the the silly pirates, I did not enjoy very much. Um, but <laughs> uh, I thought, you know, again, that might have been a good space for an editor to step in and be like, "Do we really need this?" But you know, but I. I think that he gets on a good roll with this one and, and I liked it. I just judge all the, any villainous creature or whatnot in, in any of these books now in comparison to, uh, to the, the midget doctor <laughs> dwarf things, uh, from, from, from insomnia. Yes. <laughs> and so, so I'm totally down with the zombie Fair pirates. <laughs> If we're using that metric, then yeah, definitely better than those guys. <laughs> All right, yeah. All right, well, th- three crowns from you. Um, yeah, like I said, uh, really liked this one. It, like you said, it's a little bit slow to get going, um, and there, there's just a little bit of silliness in it. But um, I was so pleasantly surprised and once i got into the story i got really into it so um i'm gonna give it nice that's awesome um well yeah this one i guess this one weighs in at the the original hardcover uh wikipedia says was 611 Mm -hmm. pages but um in retrospect doesn't it feel like it was about 150 pages after uh (laughs) After going after going under yeah, the dome, yeah, about seventy five percent of the way through under the dome, and it I can fe- I can feel that seventy five percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it the the dome sits yes, heavy. <laughs> um, so so that is what we will tackle whenever we get around <laughs> yeah, to it. Right. I'm trying to I'm trying to get through it. My audiobooks do in I think five or six days. So I was like, okay, no, I really can't procrastinate on this anymore because I do not want to buy this book because it's gigantic. <laughs> no room for it. Yeah. <laughs> Black coffee and caffeine yeah, pills. Yeah, that's it's gonna be about right. <laughs> All, All right. right. Well thanks, Gail. Okay, See you bye. next time.
For more of our Stephen King adventures, please follow us on Instagram at The Year of King.